Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, and with me, as always, is... It's uh, Sesame Busy Ricardo. Okay. So you, you can't record today, you're busy? Uh, no, so my middle name is Busy. Oh, that's an interesting name. Yeah, so, um, you know that the, uh, the Beatles said that all you need is love. Mm-hmm. Love is all you need. I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, if we were to incorporate something, do you think love would be a good idea to incorporate? Uh, could try it. Um, uh, I don't know how you would... <clears throat> well, I guess if people, I mean, I guess if, if, if corporations can be people, I guess then love as a concept mm-hmm. could become a corporation, maybe. Right out. I mean, it's probably the best of all the uh, emotions to incorporate. Yeah, I mean, it's better than like hatred or like fear or whatever. So, yeah, it's true. <clears throat> you're going to do, you're going to do one of them. I guess you should do love, you know, try it out. It is all you need. It is all you need. It's yeah. a it's a many splendored thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Anyway, so <laughs> today on the show, <laughs> we are covering the short-lived uh, UPN sitcom. Oh, UPN. Okay. Yeah, love. I remember. Love Inc., which ran from. September 22nd of 2005 to May 11th of 2006. Mm. So, had a whole season there on America's favorite channel, UPN. Or up in. Mm-hmm. Or up, up, yeah, UPN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that station. Or yes. This was, uh... Um... What ended up happening that actually caused it to be canceled, from what I'm reading here, is the fact that the year that it was out was the year before UPN merged with the WB and created the CW. Okay. And it was one of the casualties in the merger. So just kind of like how now there's like several casualties of, <clears throat> you know, Warner Brothers buying CW and canceling all of our favorite TV shows. 
Um, well, no, Warner Brothers has owned CW for years. Co-owned oh, okay. it. Yeah, because it was the oh. merger of the WB and UPN. UPN was the United oh. Paramount Network, and the WB was the Warner Brother Network. Oh, and then okay. the CW st- originally stood for CBS Warner, which okay. Paramount owns CBS. So that's okay. why it, yeah. <laughs> so why now all of a sudden they cancel all these shows then? They just, uh, uh, Warner Brothers just uh, got bought or merged with um, Discovery Channel. Oh, so okay. they're, they're okay. cutting a lot of things, but that's not the main reason is, is that the CW is looking to sell itself to possibly Nexstar, which is a which is the largest um the largest like franchiser of uh the CW. Like they they have the most local networks that are CW networks. They own them. Oh I see. in the country and they might want to buy the network from uh, so from from, from Warner Brothers and Paramount. They might be buying it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, so like canceling all the best shows, that's the best way to sell themselves. Got it. Okay. Yeah, because cool. they basically, <laughs> if they can cut fat. Yeah, the good fat. Okay. Yeah, but uh, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Sadly, even though the shows that a lot of us love, whether it be the, you know, the Arrowverse shows that got canceled, or some of these other ones that are like, you know, like Vampire Diaries adjacent shows that got canceled, and other things that I read about, whatever they, uh, it's with the. It, it makes sense financially. It doesn't necessarily make sense for fans of these uh, series. Right. But and, even so, it only makes sense financially in a very temporary sense because you can only live off of sweets and candies for so long. You need good, mm-hmm. good solid meal as well. So go ahead. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy the candy. Enjoy mm-hmm. the sweets. But you're going to get a nice and they, little tummy later on. So. And, they, and they also, uh, you know, had to cut. Um, they... For example, with Batwoman, I don't know why we're going on about this kind of thing, but anyways, the, <laughs> the um for like Batwoman, um for example, I think um what ended up happening was, and it might have been with uh Legends of Tomorrow and maybe some of the other CW shows that shoot up in Vancouver, mm-hmm. the renewal came up on the studio that they were filming them at, because there's a couple different studios up there that they film stuff at, like mm-hmm. actual locations, and uh the rent renewal came up and they just decided not to renew it <laughs> oh, I see. to save well, money. Hope, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope it's not going to be the end of star girl at the season three. Then if they're going to cut that well, because well, see that might actually be easier. Cause I think it's actually now cheaper to film in Atlanta and that's where they film that. Okay. So they might be, All right. yeah. So we'll see. Um, but back to this thing, <laughs> Yeah. Love Inc. is a sitcom from 2005 that was originally envisioned as a starring vehicle for Shannon Doherty that we know from Mallrats and Beverly Hills 90210 and Charmed and other things. Um, they uh, they shot a pilot, which I wasn't able to find anywhere because I wanted to check it out. Um, an unaired pilot with her as the lead character. And uh, what happened was uh, it didn't test well or something. And because this was after like she had had some issues on in the tabloids and stuff. So they decided that they wanted to recast it. 
Okay. Yeah. So and so they recast her with uh with Busy Phillips, who people will know from Freaks and Geeks and Cougar Town and Dawson's Creek. Yes. And uh she had her own uh talk show for a short time. Um, yes. So people know her. But anyways, that that's what happened there behind the scenes. But we also have um Vince Villuff, who people will know from um, Road Race. Is that the name of that movie? Rat Race. Sorry, not Road Race. Oh. Rat Race, the movie. Um, Reagan Goman, Gomez Preston, um, Ian Overman, and Holly Robinson Pete. So, yeah, that's what we got. And uh, I guess I was doing really decent ratings before the merger with. Uh, the two networks, but it wasn't doing well enough for that to make sense to keep. So it was a casualty. So um, anyways, we're going to cover this pilot here. What happens here? Sesame. Uh, it opens out, opens up with a date going on. <clears throat> Actually, before, before we get in deep, what did you think of it? Uh, it was all right. I liked mm-hmm. it. Watched it twice. Um, I was going to watch a few other episodes of it, but I didn't have time to yeah. do it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was one of those shows where in 2005, let's see, I'd probably have it on. Maybe I wouldn't pay attention to mm-hmm. it too much. But back then, I was reading books all the time and stuff, too. So, But, like, um, yeah, if, if they brought it back now, I probably would watch it. If, like, if it was on Hulu or some kind of streaming service or whatever yeah i mean it probably i mean it, it, it probably would do decent nowadays if it was rebooted or something um <clears throat> yeah so uh what happens in this episode i'll let you start with that uh sure uh, it opens up with the date and the, the guys just like you know saying how you know good of a time he's having which is you know that could last forever and and she busy character, um, which is I forgot her name, but um, in the, in the show, but um, oh, the character's name is Denise. <clears throat> that's right. She's like, oh, that's so sweet, and he's like, yeah, I can, I can actually picture us like, you know, living together forever or whatever, still spending the rest of our lives together. And then she's like, okay, like if this was an actual first date, um, this is the part where I would decide that there isn't going to be a second date, and then so it's yeah. revealed that like a date totally. date. And um, and actually, like, takes people out, you know, on actual dates to sort of just like act it out and things like that. And she's like, "Yeah, um, by the way, um, you know, um, your your mom is not a first date subject. Your mom's marriage is not a first date subject." Um, and he's like, "Oh yeah, and that that story about you and your brother, where it, on the elevator, where it, your brother was like." standing next to someone who looked kind of like Carbon Electra. Yeah, that might sound like a story. It's not an actual story. <laughs> and she's like, no, your your favorite movie is not um, Deuce Bigelow, um, Male Gigolo. And he's like, even though it makes sense on like multiple levels or whatever, and she's like, no, now now your your favorite movie is Love Actually. And he's like, well, that's like a chick flick. And she's like, and who watches chick flicks? And he's like, chicks and she's like who watches them he's like women he's like that's my boy 
go get him, Tiger. I'm literally just repeating. Script. Yeah, I was like, I was like, are we just reading the script here? <laughs> I'm going off of memory. And um, when he's like, go get him, Tiger, and he like does like a rah, and she's like, yeah, don't do that. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, so it's like, oh, okay, so we got the whole trope of like the yeah, she's kind of like a female hitch in a way, you know, like like the yeah, Will, he, Will Smith he, Kevin uh, James movie, yeah. And then and then we just go into that where it's basically like. She she works, you know, at some company where people will do that. And she's like one yeah, of the called Love Inc. <laughs> called Love Inc. And she's one of the maybe one of the main ones. Or I don't know. If they're just I don't um, know if she's like top tier. If they're all just equal, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, I want to break down this <laughs> cast here really quick before we get too deep. Okay, mm-hmm. Busy Phillips is Denise. Basically, your stereotypical unlucky in love character from like every sitcom of that era. Vince Falluff, your stupid weird character who, you know, you're, 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 you're Andy Dick from this era. Um, <laughs> almost you've got your Reagan Gomez, Gomez Preston, your, uh, racial stereotype character. Right. Um, um, I, I Overman as your young you know, I'm so young. I'm only 25 character. Um, you got Holly Robinson, Pete as your bossy. I've worked in business my whole life. I haven't had time to really take care of myself and it destroyed my marriage type uh, character that was popular at this time. So there's a bunch of stereotypes in this move in this show. After I watched it the second time, I'm just like, these are all stereotypical characters. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true though. But the the boss character, I don't think it was her fault <laughs> that her marriage fell apart. Um, it, it could be. It just I don't know. We didn't watch more episodes, so I don't know. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. <clears throat> but it did seem like she was focusing more on the business than her relationship, and then he cheated on her. Not blaming her for the cheating, but you know what I mean. I'm just saying that if you're not connected in your marriage, things are going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right, we, we, we go back, and now we have her at, at her job. And what's happening there? Uh, <clears throat> she's, like, talking about, like, bragging about how she went to Northwestern and how it's, like, better than Harvard, or it's harder to get into than Harvard. And I, I don't even know why she was even talking about it. She's just bragging about that, saying, like, oh, I was in there early admissions and blah, blah, blah. And then she, she thinks that this guy, her ex-boyfriend, college named brad of course he's gonna be named brad um yeah everybody's you know, named brad Kyle, <laughs> but what's that it's like everybody's named brad at that time <laughs> it was, yeah brad was a very popular name in 2005 <laughs> unfortunately and uh <clears throat> bradley no and um it's she he he broke up with her in college to to go out with this woman named lauren and then they got got married like a year later or whatever. So she thinks that Brad, you know, found her and wants to like talk to her again or whatever. I don't even know why she would thought this. But uh and then turns out no, Brad actually calls her because he wants this per you know, he wants to try the, the dating service and he just picked Denise. I like he didn't even know it was her. It just picked Yeah. Denise to be his his wing woman and 
he's like, oh, no, I didn't track you down, actually. I just I left a message for someone named Denise, but I didn't know it was hmm. actually you. And for, and then, like, for you kids yeah. listening, this is prior to the Facebook days. So... <laughs> Yeah, we actually had to leave a phone message. Yeah, this is you, you, where you, you know, this is prior to sleep slipping into people's DMs sort of days. This was like peak MySpace where you could do that, but it wasn't as popular of ways to actually contact people. We were still contacting contacting people on the phone. For the most part, like even text messages cost money back then. You had to you could only use like a certain amount of text messages per month or whatever. So it was very sparingly. And yeah, you had to go on your computer to actually look at MySpace. There was no MySpace app where you could look at on your phone any time of the day or whatever. And um, so, yeah. So you actually had to use your voice, which I know is so, like, we've gotten so used to just, like, like I mean, even me, it's just, like, I've, like technology's kind of ruined me in so many ways. Like, I used to be able to make phone calls, and, like, now I can't just because I'm so used to being able to just send messages. Most, but, uh, most people are like that, I think. Yeah, but I think I got really bad. But, but, uh, but, um, but anyway, so he's like, oh, um, yeah, and then, like, the, the 25-year-old, like, turns around, like, oh, man, like, this is awkward, you know, type of thing, and then she's like, oh, no problem, I'll just, I'll, I'll help you find a date anyway, and Brad's like, no, it's okay. It's kind of awkward and weird. And she's like, oh, no, no problem. And she like slams the door real hard. And then she just like starts like insulting him like during the whole process of like getting, you know, information and stuff. It's just like, why? Okay, my question for this though is why would her boss even allow this to happen in the first place? Like there's obviously... A conflict of interest. Here. There's some. There right. has to be some kind of oversight in this company that wouldn't allow that. If this kind of company yeah. actually exists, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you would just. I mean, it's just such a like. No, like there's other people who work there. There's like five other. There's like five other women who work there. That's the other thing too. They're all women, which is weird. Like because it's. Like, I mean, the, the the only guy on the staff is is the Barry character, but he's actually the the technician and photographer of the company right so he doesn't do any and he like you said he's the weird like uh, just the weird guy or whatever you know and um so he's obviously not like a dating coach but like and but like i guess the idea was like <clears throat> they're all women so they're gonna help guys get girlfriends but it's like well yeah this is 2005 so it wasn't like that long ago so like being gay was like not like that obscure like in 2005 so it's like so would you be helping women get girlfriends too like uh, i'm thinking they, like, they, they might be i mean i don't know because uh you know we gotta watch other episodes i'm sure there's other episodes where they yeah. where they help women or oddly gender yeah. specific like like we need we need a woman to help a guy get a girlfriend type of thing because the guy can't help a guy get a girlfriend like that's what it seemed like to me maybe not but um you know maybe they were going for that kind of stereotype as well because we already have like a million other stereotypes like again like got the latina woman who's you know trying to get a green card and it's like it's like oh my god like and like you know just like yeah i mean <laughs> it's it's almost a start as racially stereotypical as that uh 
what was that Veronica's uh, video or whatever where we had the oh, that was way worse. Um, yeah, the Middle yeah, Eastern the, guy. Yeah, the the Indian guy. Oh yeah, what, the what Sikh. They, what they call Mr. Um, whatever. Chandra? I forgot what <laughs> yeah. the Ch- they're, they're, Chandra. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like, you know, we can't pronounce his name, so I'm just gonna call him Mr. Chandra. I, I'm not even sure if that's even right, but like, yeah, that was oh my god, that was such a bad episode. But um, and yeah, so you got the Latina woman who's like basically like sabotaging her job trying to get the the guys who call in to marry her for two years in order for her to have full citizenship i'm like okay like i haven't seen that a million times all right whatever and then um but yeah they just they go ahead and just let um uh denise just set brad up on dates and gets mad at him when the dates don't go well like it's like this is a service. Like this is what you do for your job. Like, yeah, you know, they're not all going to be winners. That's the whole no. point. Like, you know, <laughs> and, and she uh, was getting like o- overly upset about it. Like, um, it, it it'd be like you know, oh no, I got a strike in baseball. I mean, I'm gonna just think about quitting playing baseball now because I got one strike. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm just done now. Yeah, that was because like he wanted the earth to move and huh. have that like spark of blah blah blah, but she's like, she's just kind of pissed off that she, that he broke up with her to be with this other girl. And she, by the way, she did the whole thing where she intentionally mispronounced her name, called her Lorna instead of Lauren. You know that whole yeah, that, that, kind, of, that kind of little petty sort of like ah, you know, like I'm just gonna pretend that. You know, and, and then she gets to the point where she really puts her foot in the mouth in her mouth when she says, "Well, well, why don't you put put your uh, slipper back on her and find her and everything?" It's like because she's dead, right? That's what we find out. He's looking for love again because his wife died. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, oh, shit!" Um, uh-huh. There's other crap going on too. I mean, like the boss, you know, like like we said, like her her marriage still apart, so she's got like a cardboard cut out of her husband that she cuts the head off so yeah so she 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 basically ends on ends up deciding to go out with the people and and uh you know try to meet a guy yeah and, yeah denise convinces her yeah well she convinces well she says that she's gonna kiss her first if she yeah. doesn't go out and she, contem- that she contemplates that. that so you got the little bit of a homophobic humor here and um yeah like, like well maybe i don't know like you know like <laughs> like you know maybe like they, they still do that even today though oh shows, i know they do where it's like that they think about it and it's like oh and it's like i don't know <clears> if like if they think it's like a cutesy yeah thing but it does kind of play into sort of like the and it seemed to play better back then with women it wouldn't play i mean it's like few shows like like speaking of like Andy Dick or whatever like on news radio I was rewatching that mm-hmm. recently and there's an episode where he's got a he's got a uh, mustache that he grew and all the women are talking about how they hate it and he's like come on when are you can kiss me and see if you like it you know because they're saying that it would be weird when they kiss them none of the girls would kiss him and then Phil Hartman's character decides why well, I'll just do it for myself and he grabs him and kisses him okay and this is in like 1995 or six or something or seven or whatever. So, you know, that was just an odd thing for that era. 
But um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that whole show was very interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, so, before that though, the weird photographer guy shows up with Chinese food, and so I guess like they didn't really just they didn't really like explain like dynamic going on between all these people but i got the gist that like friends he showed up with chinese food and they're like and then like the 25 year old's like i smell chinese food and he's like i have chinese food and he's like i smell margaritas and she's like i have margaritas and he's like i want margaritas he's like i want chinese food and it's like can i come in and he's like yeah it's like got this little banter thing going on so it's like I got the impression it was like a friends like type of situation, but they didn't really like explain it. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> and uh, so I guess later it's explained in other episodes. I'm reading here that um, okay. Barry and um, Barry is Denise's roommate. Oh, okay. So, and then Francine, who's the other? No, not not Francine. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Vivian, who is the? Uh, oh no, the, Vivian is the. No, Viviana's the Viviana's the Artini Artini. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, I, I I screwed up earlier when I was describing the actresses because I read them in the wrong order. Okay. <laughs> so Ion o- uh, Ion Overman is Viviana. Reagan okay. Gomez Preston is Francine, who is the okay. uh you know, but yeah. So anyways, the um so I apologize for that. Nobody try to cancel me or anything for screwing up. It's so yeah, man. Um, for love, Inc., man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure, I'm sure the four four people listening to this podcast are gonna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like for the yeah. love Inc. episode, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so so what ends up happening then? Uh, he's like, he's like, I'm oddly interested or, or invested in this Brad thing or whatever. So he's like trying to get her to talk more about what's going on. And then uh, a bunch of bullshit happens. Don't remember. And then, um, and then they, they, yeah, they go to the club, I guess. I don't remember everything. And then, uh, you know, the weird dude, whoever's thing was already forgot. And um, he's like, he goes to the bartender. And he's like, give me a drink that looks like it's from the future or whatever. Something like they give him some like weird, like glowing thing or whatever. And then um, <clears throat> Denise is, has, like, you know, three different women or whatever for Brad's day, and she's just kind of, like, watching over, you know, make sure things are going up, going okay. And then she, but she's also trying to set up the boss, which I forgot her name, too. Um, um, yeah, it's uh, Clea. <clears throat> okay. Was it Leia? Clea. Oh, Clea. C-L-E-A. Yeah. And then, so, like, she sees, like, um, this guy dancing with another woman. By the way, it's the actor who plays Deacon from King of Queens. Yeah, which, which is interesting uh, because this was considered, it was just called in, in many things the the female Hitch. And um, Kevin James was in Hitch. Right. And this actor and, was in King of Queens along right. with, yeah. As, yeah, his, exactly. as his friend who stayed with the show the whole time and didn't leave after like one season like uh, Larry Romano. <laughs> that's a that's a 
deep cut right there. Um, yeah. Um, we'll, 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 we'll be talking about later. him in a future episode. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> about why yeah. he left King of Queens. Yeah. I, I had the screenshots, so they can't disappear. But, um, oh, anyway. good. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so he's dancing with some woman, and then weird guy goes to the DJ set and plays um, Kenny Rogers know when to hold them and then like the guy his groove is gone i guess because the song changed for whatever i don't know whatever. yeah it's like they, the, he ends up playing being like a a dj who's playing like a soundtrack to everything that's happening in the club then um that's what uh barry ends up doing yeah it's yeah. a thing now he's like trying to set the mood i don't know and then there is one little funny part though where <clears throat> they're they, like they're they're basically talking about Clay, uh, like next to the guy who played Deacon because he's, he's sitting at the bar now. And they're like, oh my God, like that. Can you see that hot woman over there by the by the door wearing the whatever suit? I don't remember. Yeah. And he's like, by the door. And then it's like, no, not the Asian one, the black one. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 anyways, uh, she ends up dancing with him. The, the boss that is dance with yeah. dances with him. Um, turns out that the whole time, um, Denise was actually trying to set um, Brad up with the waitress that was waiting on him ho- all night because they both like juggling and stuff. And, yeah, because he's yeah. like a big juggling aficionado, I guess. And then, um, mm-hmm. and so she juggles, and so there it is. That's that's it. That's the episode for the most part. Yeah. We're going to take our our break right now, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some uh, user reviews for this. Uh, Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll be right back. No Outlet Live. Hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live, one word, in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. And we are back. So, I found some user reviews on the Internet Movie Database. Oh, okay. The greatest right. database ever, right? It is a database, yes. Um, it is one. Yes. It is one that you can go to and read information. On. It is supposedly actually the oldest um, still-in-operation website on the Internet. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. So, um, anyways, I don't know where I read <laughs> that, and it could be wrong. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. Do you want to hear a good or a bad one first here, Matt? Uh, let's go with a, let's, let's go with a good one first. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, like, mix it up a little bit. Okay, let me see if I can find a good one here. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I mean, No, I know. I'm just making sure that it's a good one. <laughs> okay. I love this show is the the um headline here from data underscore art back in 
2005, back when it came out. Oh, um, okay. okay. There's no uh, rating here because I think this is before IMDb had ratings. So. Oh, uh, okay. At first glance, this show seems like it's going to be just another eye candy extra- extravaganza. However, it's much more. I haven't missed an episode and I thoroughly enjoy the side splitting humor. I hadn't seen uh, Busy Phillips before now, and she's quite the humorist and actress. Um, Miss Gomez Preston's quippy brilliance is uncanny. Holly Robinson Pete is awesome as usual. Vince Veloof's interpretation of every man is really good. This show has plenty of potential. They meet new people constantly, and their inter-office encounters are insightful with many possibilities for depth. So far, they haven't gone with cheap humor, and I appreciate that. P.S. P.S. Ian, Ian Overman. Wow. Angels walk on Earth. I guess that means he or she finds Miss Overman very attractive. So, uh, I, I wouldn't say that there wasn't any cheap humor, but okay. And uh-huh. then, um, At least in the pilot. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, even then, I would say there was some a little bit, but um, <clears throat> but so give me a bad one now. Okay, here's a one out of ten. Oh boy. Okay. Written written in two thousand seven by that's us bolts. I don't know. <laughs> Probably it's not our friend that, that that writes in every single one that we review. Yeah, no, I haven't seen one from him yet. Um, <laughs> do the writers that conjure up these type of comedies, quote-unquote, have mm. such empty lives that they have to embody them in tragic shows like this? Why the talented and gorgeous Busy Phillips is amongst this trash is beyond me. I cannot stand the Hispanic girl whose accent sounds very fake and it and is so funny and annoying and uh, so unfunny and annoying as is the other African American girl with the shrill voice. Jesus. So like not even finding out the actors' names. Okay. Right. <laughs> What's tr- I don't remember anyone with a shrill voice. I don't know which which uh, African American actress they're talking about? Either it just like, the, the, the shrill voice, though. Yeah, I, I know they're just saying the other one though. So which is the original? Um, the <laughs> the jokes are often yeah. The the jokes are often stupid. The Jewish guy yells a lot. Oh my god! Jewish. Did they even say he was Jewish? I don't know, but they're just breaking everybody. This person has to be a racist. I swear. Um, um, he, might, he might be, you know, a friend of Larry Romano. Oh, you Sorry. went there. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The, the the Jewish guy yells. I, I'm going to emphasize the fact that I'm reading somebody else's. Th- okay. Um. Maybe, maybe he watched further episodes. Maybe he reveals yeah. and one he's mm-hmm. Jewish. We'll see, but no. but but to uh, point out everybody's race and I know okay. Uh, <laughs> so well, the show kind of does it though. The, the show itself kind yeah, of yeah, but sort of, so uh, I don't know. But maybe just learn the actors' names and it's a lot better. But, okay, um, <laughs> especially you're on the Internet Movie Database where the names are listed. Right, I'm sorry. Yeah, right, so, exactly. <laughs> it seems like a choice was made. Yeah. <laughs> 
review. <laughs> you didn't even have to leave this website to find the actors' names. Right. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> you know that one guy who did that one thing? You know, anyways. Oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... So, it's... A, okay, anyways. He yells a lot, and the show never goes anywhere. One particular episode with the s- soldier looking for love was just terrible. I don't believe there would be that many working in a looking for love office and only one man. Of course, all the women are in tight fitting tops and tons of makeup to make up for their lack of talent. Okay. This guy's a bigot. This, this, this guy's a bigot. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, they, they weren't wearing that much makeup. Okay, yeah. Whatever. And, uh, <sighs> so I actually right. find, um, Holly funny. Yeah. Holly Robinson, Pete, he just calls her Holly. Um, funny in other older shows and have always admired Busy, but this show is dumb, empty, and had nothing going for it. Okay. Yeah, he's both sexist and racist in this thing. That's all I'm going to say. So, yeah. whoever this... That... That's okay. sub... That's us, Bolts, is the... Okay. Yeah. So, a couple points. All right. Mm-hmm. So, one thing, yeah, learn the actors' names. That's one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> don't just randomly call him the Jewish guy unless you know for a fact this character is Jewish. Maybe later on, another episode, maybe mm-hmm. he says about that. I don't know. But, um, and then be like, oh, of course the women are on. And like, they weren't, like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe in 2005 that was considered like revealing clothing, but maybe times have changed so much since then. But like, I don't... Watching that now, I'm not like... The boss is literally wearing a pantsuit. Like, yeah. what? Like, you know, like... like and he, at one point, they even make a joke about... No, no, nobody was wearing like scantily clad clothing or anything to... Maybe in 2005, that was seen as like being racy. I don't know, racy. Yeah. Well, it, for him, that means a different meaning. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, until Larry Romano. Oh! But um, anyway, so <laughs> sorry, we're gonna keep going on that. But um, um, but they did make one crack, you know, at one point saying like, "Oh, well, you you look like you're dressed like a women's basketball coach." So I don't know if that was supposed to be kind of a homophobic. It sounds like it, yeah. Because, I mean, not not saying that. Maybe. But like, who knows? There's a lot of people kind of have the idea, like if a woman's into sports or, or coaching sports, that she's on yeah. the field. I don't know where that came from, but that's been like a running gag for at least 20, 30 years at this point. So, you know. Yeah. See, you know your stereotypes. doesn't mean you agree with them, but you know that they exist, you mm-hmm. know. So um, I'm not saying I agree with them. I'm just saying I know that that's a thing that people think or thought, you know. And um, especially if they wore, like, a pantsuit because, you know, that's a, quote, guy's clothing, even though it's it's just clothes, but whatever. And, um, and I mean, because freaking royalty men back in the day used to freaking wear, like, high heels and wigs and shit like that. I mean, that was like, you know, top fashion for being royal. It showed off how much, how rich you were and how much, how, you know, status you had. So, so there's a, there's another review here. I'm not reading the review. Okay. Because it's like somebody wrote war and peace here. Um, but okay. (laughs) War and peace for love Inc. Wow. Yeah. 
and they hate it. and they did not like the show. They didn't they're not like the show but there's a there's there's a typo in their headline that I think is funny okay okay this is what their headline says love spreads itself so thin trying to appeal to everybody that the final produce is completely diluted is a completely diluted mess I think they meant product <laughs> yeah I think they meant product <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I forgot to mention that we forgot the very ending of the episode. Oh, what was that? I'm sorry, I forgot so, it. <laughs> so, so Denise, Denise is on the train talking to herself. Oh yeah, how she's you know, like, like, who cares? I'm single. No, whatever. You know, lots of people are single. Ugh. You know, and then there's like this dude sitting across from her, uh, who's like, basically, it's like the meet cute or cute. Mm-hmm. I always forget. What is it? Cute me or meet cute? Meet cute. I always get it screwed up, mixed up. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's like the meet cute um, moment. I think I, sh- I I should use a mnemonic. Mnemonic? What's the mnemonic device? Now you got me confused. Mnemonic? Mnemonic. Yeah, there we go. Mnemonic device, because there's an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie thinks that D says meet cube. So he thinks like that you should just bring like cubes of meat everywhere. Or something, oh, okay. So, so I should, I should think of that now. So that way I know that it's, it's meat cute. You know how I remember uh, it? How? My name is Michael Cullen and, uh, same initials. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So, uh, I mean, there you go. So, <clears throat> so they're, they're like, you know, flirting and stuff like that. And then he's like, <clears throat> By the way, it's pretty good tech technique. I didn't think of this, but then again, I don't really go out on dates or whatever. But if I if I ever do meet someone, I'm actually going to use this technique. He gives her his phone number and is like, "Yeah, if you can call me if you want to." It takes the pressure off. I'm like, "Oh, that's oh, yeah. good. I like I okay. like that." So I, that. if I ever yeah. if I ever had the courage to ask anyone out, and like before I'm like 68 years old, um, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm like, I'm going to give you my number. So, well, when you're when, that, when you're that age, you're just going to be able to like beam your phone number into their head. Could be, yeah. Who knows? Or something. I mean, or, or it could go the other way, and we'll, be, we'll live like in the wasteland with like mm-hmm. Mad Max. Go go either way, but um, you know, sadly, so, um, probably the more Mad Max way. Yeah, um, I think so. It's going to be guzzling, yeah. And um, so it, you know, it's looking like that now with you know five dollars a gallon. So we're getting we're getting close. Um, we're getting close to that. But um, <clears throat> so he's like. Blah, 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 blah. Here's my number, and we had fun talking. Like it was nice being stuck with you because the train got stuck or whatever. I don't know. And then, uh, <sighs> and then, by the way, his name is Mike, so that could help you too with the meet cues. Oh yeah. Uh, his character's name is Mike. And then, you know, he sees her out. You know, like a gentleman. You know, and the, and the doors closed. And then the train leaves, and she she's holding on to the card and it flies out of her hand. Like, Oh no. I don't and, and on top of that, his name was Mike Smith. So like, it's like the most generic name ever. So yeah. Exactly. Um, Mike yeah. Smith. Can you get more generic? I know <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he acts like a generic person as well. Yeah. So like, um, he was very, so I wonder if he ever you know, came I'm, back in the show. I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, if, if I can try if I can find <laughs> like the whole season online, I'm going to try, I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to see if he's, if she's going to be like trying to find him throughout the season, basically. Or, or At least whatever. that would give something more of a plot to the show yeah. than the basic premise. Does. Yeah, well, um, to be, because yeah, you can't have a whole show based on uh-huh. this by itself, you know. 
He does appear in two episodes. Eric Winter as Mike Smith. Well, okay, then I guess they, they ruined it then. But, um, oh, wait, as, been yeah, as Mike Smith. And, but then there's another Mike Smith who oh, appears in five okay. episodes. So maybe she goes around looking for Mike Smith, probably. Maybe she goes around. Okay, so that's actually an interesting story right there. Mm-hmm. So she's running into different people named Mike Smith, hoping that it's this guy, but then it's the wrong guy. Yeah. You know what we really do at the end of it? <clears throat> she actually does end up falling in love with a Mike Smith, but it's actually not the guy from the yeah. train. If some, so that would actually be a cool little, if they had more time to maybe do the show, or yeah. maybe they end the season that way. Who knows? Um, we'll have to see. You know, um, you know, we're really good at making yeah, ideas if, up. We're really good at this stuff. But, um, you know, just yeah. like, you know, we're, we're like, just as we're good at like pitching ideas to ourselves with, you know, our four listeners, you know, mm-hmm. um, we're, just as we're good at that, you know, it's, it's like pretty much the same level of, Larry Romano being good at defending races. So, anyways. um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to play a song. Do you have anything to say? Sorry. I was going to ask you if you had any final thoughts here. Could have been better. It was good. It was decent. I'd watch it. I would. It was still on. I would definitely check it out. Give it a chance. I, I, I don't know if I'd love it, no pun intended, but uh, mm-hmm. I would, I'm in a much more generous um, place lately when it comes to shows and movies. I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older and I'm becoming less perfectionistic about things. And yeah. As Abed would say in community, I think I just like liking things. Yes. You know? So it could be that where I don't need something to be like a masterpiece to enjoy it, you know? But um <clears throat> So that could be playing the part, but um, but yeah, I would definitely um, I would definitely watch the whole season if I can find it. Okay. I well, mean, I, I can't say that about every show. Like, I can't say that about Two Broke Girls, and that had like what seven seasons, six seasons, something like that. So yeah, five million. Uh, I don't know. Um, it felt like it. Yeah. Um, it felt like, yeah. No, no offense to the actors and their actresses, but, no, because um, uh, they're all good, but um. I mean, one of them was in Mon Division and four, so yes, yeah. So so uh, make sure you folks, uh, if you if, tell us, let, let us know what you think of Love Inc. If you saw it, love we'll a you know link to Love Inc. in the uh, <laughs> show notes. Um, yeah, <laughs> S- send me a message at mike at colinpark dot com. Let me know, no. or to Sorry, me or, or yeah, go, go, go to. Go to all2real2.com for all of our other links. Um, what else yeah. you got to say? Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt your email address, but I was just going to say, you know, it would be really cool, too, if they had, like, a double meaning, where it's a lot of ink, as in, as in like, like ink, like, from a pen. <clears throat> and if, like, someone was, like, writing love letters, that would be an also kind of a cool thing as well. You got you, you to stop giving these ideas out to people, man. I know, man. I'm just like giving out freebies here, like yes. it's crazy. You know, it's like, it's like I'm I'm freely distributing ideas, just as you know, Larry Romano freely distributes racist propaganda. Anyway, so um, so so, 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 so you, you you need to write this stuff down. <laughs> well, it's recorded, so we can just look it up. Then I'll write it down. Um, yes, but I want to play you a little song. At, okay. at, you know, a little thing I've been working on. And right. The song is called. Um, um, the phrase "White Lives Matter" is actually inherently racist. Is the name of the song. So, um, okay. 
it's a good working guy. title here. Okay. screwed up at the near the end but um that's fine the phrase like lifetime's matter is inherently racist don't say it unironically okay indeed indeed <laughs> i liked it that was beautiful thank you <clears throat> well my beautiful people um Thank you for listening. Be good to each other. And until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening bye. to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one 
all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. 